Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You like fireworks? I, I do, but also I kind of think they're a little overhyped. You know, I got to be honest. Um, we missed the firework show on the 4th of July. Like, we just completely missed it. Yeah. We were having so much fun playing a game that I love, kind of an odd name, but a great game. Sometimes this happens to games. We were playing the game very big in the South, Cornhole. Cornhole, that's a great game, and honestly, worth missing fireworks over. Yeah, well, we were in a tournament. Oh, I was serious. in a cornhole tournament on the 4th of July. It gets really serious. You know, multiple rounds, a lot of people playing. Uh, we even have a kids championship round. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. Then someone says, I don't know who, someone at our gathering we were at says, you know, like, I think we missed the fireworks. Like, that. That we were in the moment. Yeah. You know, I don't think there was one person. You know, the kids aren't quite aware of what they're missing out on Maybe an adult or two is kind of like, oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. But no one was like distraught. Yeah. No one was going like, are you serious? Yeah. Everyone's like, okay, great. We ate a lot of amazing food. Someone won cornhole. So think about this. Like Thanksgiving, no one's ever going to be like, are you serious we didn't eat Thanksgiving dinner? You're not, you're not going to skip Thanksgiving dinner? No, you're not. People... Are people still like avidly watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yeah, I mean it's a background. It's kind of like on the Fourth of July, Wimbledon's on in the background. Right. You know, yeah. right, right. right. You, you, I totally that knew was a that. non-convincing <laughs> right. But what I, my point is, um, you know, perhaps no one's going to skip presents for Christmas. No, the focal point of the Fourth of July is not the fireworks fireworks are like a side dish i agree the main part of fourth of july is what are you doing during the day mm -hmm. it's the day activities it's the boat it's the pool it's you know hanging out it's having a a, a water slide having some watermelon mm -hmm. which by the way i did a whole rant on sunday about watermelon it was it was it was a lot because who doesn't like watermelon I Pastor just, Julia doesn't like watermelon. I, I just discovered that that sicko <laughs> does not like. I mean, you know how some people tell you things and you just kind of like it. You, have you seen the, seen the trend on TikTok where they go, "These are my red flags." Yeah, mm -hmm. this is a red flag. This it's, lady doesn't like watermelon. <laughs> okay, I, but I, if a watermelon is bad, counseling. it's not That's good. It. <laughs> That's it. We're going to counseling. My point of what I'm trying to say today is that the fireworks. You know, what my kid said the other day. He said, "Dad." We missed, uh, sorry, this morning. Dad, we missed the fireworks on the 4th. It's okay. We saw them the other night at the Dodger game. Oh, great. They were like, we've seen our fireworks Those for the summer. Those are probably way better than the ones you might have seen. A thousand percent. But it's like, they were just kind of like, ma. But if they would have missed the party for the 4th of July, crushed. You know what's going to be fireworks? This episode. That caught me off. That caught me off guard. Welcome. 
You know, I got to just always let you know this is such the Bill Simmons move in me because I love this about Bill Simmons. He's always letting you know when it's being recorded. You don't know who Bill Simmons is. <laughs> God, it's, it's, I'm so sorry. It's just so, I knew this episode. Nate's not here. He he just knows so many things that I just don't know. It's just I know a, the name Bill Simmons is really familiar. Such, it's such a bummer. <laughs> Bill Simmons is uh, the biggest sports podcaster oh yeah yeah, yeah. i actually he, it he, rings he, now. He, the the ringer the bill simmons podcast. anyways he's always going like this being recorded after the game you know four and did anyways context for us today thursday afternoon 3 41 p.m we were recording a pod just landed back in la i was up in my old stomping grounds rest in peace to the sonics i was up in the seattle area had a great time in what they call the pnw you know what that stands for P and Washington Pacific Northwest. There we go. Very good. Pacific Northwest. So I was up in the PNW. Saw some family, some aunts, some uncles, some cousins, uh, some friends. We had a great time, and uh, I'm very excited. Um, can I just let everybody know? There's going to be a few episodes coming out, but I won't be on them for. I'm on a little break after this. It this is a little break after this pod. I'm I'm going to be on a little sufficient hiatus of sorts mm -hmm. i'll be taking my little summer break uh recharging the batteries the team uh here will be putting out a, a, some content but this is the last time i'm going to talk uh for a few weeks and i'm very excited to get away and and rest and, and get man i'm telling you when you take a break you just come back with faith and vision excitement and a new new fresh energy so i'm excited to, to feel that way Nevertheless, thank you to everybody that listens, subscribes. We call ourselves around here the what? The leaners. I'm a leaner. We need a little like sign of some sort. Yeah, maybe the next merch we could show somebody leaning in. Yeah. Like they're leaning in. Like Just makes me think of Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that reference. I get the that. Lean. Yeah, the lean, the lean. I also think lean back, do the rock away. Mm -hmm. But um, we're excited. About everybody that's uh, a part of our community of leadership, um, just uh, what do we call we, we, what do we call ourselves? Leadership. We're not gurus. We're enthusiasts? students. Enthusiasts. Uh, we just love to learn. So thank you to everybody. Okay, let's jump in. This week I want to talk about leadership is not rocket science. I've just been thinking about how just. You know, before all of us is a decision, you know, and if we could break it down uh, between good and evil, life and death, blessing and cursing, it's just not that hard. I mm -hmm. think a lot of times we can make leadership to be so complicated. I think there's something about, you know, like, for example, the newspaper is written to a, a someone with a, with a fourth grade reading level. Hmm. To a 10-year-old. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why. It's like, let's just make this as easy as possible. I think leadership is about not trying to sound the smartest, be the smartest. Um, I, th I think it's about just trying to make the right decision, do the right thing. Um, you know, very practical. Leadership is so practical. And it doesn't always equal two plus two equals four scenarios. But a lot of times it's like, if I do this, this will happen. Yeah. Now, the problem with that is it's like in golf. Sometimes, you know, golf, they say, is like a three-turn key. Your swing works for three turns, and then you go got to find a new key. Mm -hmm. Leadership can sometimes be like that as far as the method. 
and being pragmatic and in, in what we're going to do as far as strategy. But as far as overall who you are as a leader, now I'm talking about your identity, your core, you as a person, your moxie, your confidence, your aura, your persona, who you are as a person. I think that you you got to make that as easy as possible. Yeah. It's not rocket science. It is like it's values. It is character. It is being rooted. It is being totally grounded. It is, is living from a firm foundation. Uh, so I just want to give you some things. This is not rocket science, but I'll tell you this will go so far for your leadership if you can apply these four things. Number one, tell the truth. So good. This is crazy to me. The facets and the variations of lying. Mm-hmm. Half truths. White lie. White lie. Yeah, white lie. And just not or not telling the whole truth. And I think um, I remember when I was getting ready to, to get married and some of the, the premarital books that we were reading love and respect and there was another one uh his needs her needs and i remember in the book it talking about lying you know like just lying in your marriage and i think you know it's 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 little things i remember andy stanley used to have this quote he said if you could cheat in golf you could cheat on your wife and i was i remember hearing him say that like whoa yikes that is like that's a stretch i think what he's trying to say is like it's little things Mm -hmm. it's little white lies it's not being an honest person and I think there's so much strength and vulnerability. There's so much trust in transparency. Mm-hmm. And, and leadership is not rocket science, but one thing you have to do is you have to be honest. That's right. And I'm not saying, I don't like when people are like, I'm, I'm brutally honest. I'm like, well, then brace yourself, brother. Because <laughs> everybody around you is going to be really scared. Like, he's going to share his opinion. And we got a duck. And that's where you get that flinch in leaders where like they're scared to be around some people because they're so honest. Right. I don't think it's about being brutally honest. I think it's about being a very truthful person. They tell the truth. The scary part to me is a, there's a proverb that says he, his, his words were as smooth as oil, but he had war in his heart. Mm. So in my heart, I'm angry, disappointed, frustrated, upset, clearly have an issue with this person, but my words come out like it's so good to see you. Yeah, Man, you're the best. I honor you. I like you. No, you don't. You're a liar. <laughs> yeah, you're a little two-faced. You're two-faced. Liar, liar, pants on fire. And I think, when did we become so eggshells with the truth, telling the truth, yeah. being truthful, um, is, is the reason why the truth sets us free. It's the reason why when someone gets honest, it's like, oh, I just feel so, like a weight has been lifted. I just feel like so much better. I just feel so good. Why? Because living a lie carrying a lie is exhausting right 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 and you can't believe that that lie that you're being told that this is the right way to lead Mm -hmm. it's never the right way to lead when a lie is involved so you've got to tell the truth and no matter what the consequence no matter what the the results will take care of themselves at the end of the day when i tell the truth i feel better about myself i feel better about my relationships i feel feel better about my situation i feel better about all of life in general why it's not rocket science you just always have to tell the truth that's right and i think that people can sometimes we think of like lying telling the truth as its own little character compartment but it's it's like the 
gateway to integrity. Yeah. It's if you're That's not right. if you're not telling the truth, yes. it's 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 less about okay, did this fact actually happen the exactly the way that it was said? It's not about cut and dry, being brutally honest. It's about do you have integrity? Are you being are you being honest? Not exactly like are right. you telling a lie? Are you being honest? Do you have integrity? Yes. And and I think the problem I I'll never forget a few years ago somebody did something that I was disappointed with. And because I, you know, and, and when I first heard this term, it was a little scary. Have you heard this um, term, um, toxic positivity? Mm-hmm. And so someone was asking me, hey, did it disappoint you that so-and-so did that? And, and my natural knee-jerk reaction, I really try and discipline myself. I'm always like trying to be positive. So I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you know, da 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 and you know, kind of getting that. And well, you know, I understand. And da-da. and they said, no, no, stop. Be, on, be honest. Did, did that hurt you? And I had to stop me like, yeah, I got to be honest. That really, it really hurt. That really. And I think sometimes the reason why leaders aren't honest with others is because they are not honest with themselves. Whatever you can't talk about has you. So good. Owns you. It's got you. So part of being a leader is just breaking that up and be like, let's talk about it. The elephant in the room. Where's the saying come from? The king has no clothes. Why? Because people can't be honest with the king. Mm-hmm. And who's not honest with him the most? Himself. Yep. He can't bring himself to be like, I got a problem. I got an issue. I, everybody can see it. Everybody knows. It might as well just be honest because that transparency built it, you will never lose trust by being an honest person honesty is the very best policy okay leaners we are taking an ad break here on the episode our ad sponsor today is ag1 athletic greens we know it we love it you know that the whole leadership leaning crew we take ag1 we pour it in our coffee i i like tea for one so i put it in my tea you can put it in a smoothie pastor chad loves it in his acai bowls and it gives us a great boost of energy helps you focus throughout the day it's so easy and if you don't want to take a ton of different supplements this is the nutrition supplement for you it's ag1 And we have got a pretty great deal for you. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. That's pretty good. Go to drinkag1.com slash LLI. That's drinkag1.com slash LLI. Check it out. Get some AG1. Back to the episode. Number two, do the right thing. It's always the right time to do the right thing. I was telling my boys, uh, we were at the beach uh, recently. I think last Friday we were at the beach, and I saw something uh, transpire, and um, it was just completely inappropriate. And um, what I saw transpire uh, enraged me. And so I left my family, and I went to go address this young man. Maybe he's 17 to 19. And I said, hey, bro, just so you know, don't ever do that again. Mm. And I, I went in, went after this kid. And, and, um, so when I came back to the boys, the boys like, dad, who is that? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I go, well, let me tell you something. That girl right there, her father's not here. Mm. Yeah. And I said, what, what, what do I pray over you every day when I drop you off to school? What do I always pray? You'll be a friend to those that don't have friends mm-hmm. and you'll defend those that need defending. So great. So that young lady needed defending. Mm. And I was trying to tell him, hey, I know we're here at the beach having a great time, burying you guys in the sand, but it's always the right time to do the right thing. It's amazing. And leadership is about doing the right, what's the right thing for them? 
what's the right thing for us. Sometimes I have to choose the organization. I have to love the organization more than I love the person that I'm dealing with sometimes Mm because it's the right thing. It's the wrong thing to excuse behavior. It's the wrong thing to just sweep things on the wrong. It's the wrong thing to turn the other cheek in this situation. I got to address this person. Why? Because I love the whole group. Yeah. So it's the right thing. You got to discern for you. It's not rocket science. It's about just going, what's right? And and again, going back to the intro, what is it? It's right, wrong, good, evil. Blessing, cursing, life, death. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's the good of, it's the, it's, the, it's the tree of good and evil. Right. So what do you want to choose? It's not rocket science. Do the right thing. And I always, I always hit, I hit my boys with this one all the time. They, they do not like this one. They're tired of it. Hey, remember boys, if you behave well, life goes well. <laughs> if you behave bad, life is bad. Mm-hmm. You choose your own adventure. Yeah. Leadership is not rocket science. You, I got to do the right thing. What's the right thing to do? And a lot of times, just like this scenario at the beach, I have to think about what's good for the other person. Mm-hmm. I can't think about what's in it for me because that's not that's selfish leadership. Servant leadership is the way I serve the organization, serve the church, serve the team, is I'm serving them by doing the right thing. Right. It's the right thing to suspend this person. It's the mm-hmm. right thing to sit down this person. It's the right thing to promote this person. They've earned it. What's the right thing? Always just looking for the next right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to do the right thing if you're so focused on yourself. You can't go outside yeah. of yourself. Because like what you said about that situation is it's if you were just focused on what do I need? What's happening for me in this moment? Where do we got to be next? What are my kids doing? But the right thing is so often going outside of yourself. It is that That's exactly right. leadership. It's having your eyes up. And I think going back to your soul, going back to who you are, your self-respect, your self-identity, if you don't have a, a, a total confidence in who you are, you'll never be able to really be a great leader right. because you'll be in your head and you'll be plagued with insecurity. You'll be wondering, how will I come across? What will people think? What, what are they going to say? Are they going to be be okay with this? Did it? To be honest, leaders just lead. They really just, they just, it's so innate, they can't help themselves, but just kind of getting involved in the narrative and getting involved in the story and getting involved in the situation, not trying to be a one-shot hero, not trying to solve everybody's problems in the world, not playing hero ball. I do not like leaders that try and play hero ball because hero ball leadership is about me. It's about me being seen, noticed, applauded, celebrated, acknowledged, photographed, tagged. It's not about that. Yeah, I'm actually repulsed by that kind of leader, to be honest. That's a narcissistic leader, in my opinion. But a selfless servant leader is someone that's like, I'm just looking to do the right thing here. Yeah. So if I'm walking down the road and I see a guy, I don't care if two other people already passed him up. Come on, man. I'm going to put you up in the hotel. I'm going to take care of your medical. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of like high school quad all these high schoolers all around it people are insecure it's like you know in the movies there's always that one kid that gets tripped in the hallway or something and everyone doesn't know what to do it's because everyone's insecure and that's right everyone's thinking about themselves how am i gonna get on you know yes and it takes a leader i think to be a leader also is to get rid of your self-preservation it's amazing when jesus says if you strike a shepherd the sheep the sheep will scatter why do the sheep scatter because they're not leaders and they're looking for what's in it for them. Remember this as a leader. I'm going to, oh, sorry, I'm going to channel something right now. Leader, leader nation. Let me just hit you with this. one. Please remember people are along for the journey with you, 
as long as you are winning. Hmm. But the moment you stop winning and the moment you start losing, peace. Why? Because most people are self-preserving. Most people are not there for you. You Leader, hear me today. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. You know that's not my spirit. But I'm just trying to let you know there's a lot of people in your life, you are a product. You are a product. You are a brand. You are benefiting them. We don't take this personal. We're not going to really change people. But you just need to be able to call a spade a spade. Hmm. So you need to do the right thing. What is the right thing? Um, always having appropriate boundaries, always being able to call relationships what they are and what they're not, always having an appropriate view of self and appropriate view of others. Hey, you don't think Jesus knew this was going to happen? He didn't rattle him. First thing he does, he goes against Peter, reinstates his life. He's committed to the relationship even when someone treated him like a product. Wow. Even when someone betrayed him. Leadership to me is having the emotional stability and the EQ to be able to rise above all the riffraff and go, I don't take things personal. Because at the end of the day, that self-preservation is actually not about me. It is more about them. So do I get mad at them for being where they're at? No, I went through my own process. I had to go through my own hurdles. I had to wrestle down my own demons. And I'm still under construction. I'm not even close to being who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So you give grace. You do. It's the grace you need. Yeah. Listen, if you don't sow a lot of grace... You're going to go try and receive it one day, and it's like it's not going to be there. Right. So do the right thing. Next one, invite accountability. Invite it. Invite it. You need to invite it in. Invite accountability. Well, the reason why I'm saying invite it is because I noticed that I really don't insert my opinions where they have not been asked for. I really don't go after or intercept Unless I've been invited. And accountability is this funny word. I've grown up despising the word because I've always found the other person on the other side to be like, you didn't check up. You mm -hmm. didn't follow mm -hmm. up. You didn't ask me. You did. I'm sorry. Wait, what? You didn't lead. Yeah. You've got to invite accountability. You've got to invite people into Hey, I struggle with X. Can you hold me accountable? Yeah. Hey, I just want to let you know. Uh, by the way, there's so many. Op the reason why I do these challenges, to be honest with you, June challenge or whatever challenge. Sometimes, some months I do it. I'm not doing one this month because I'm going to be off. And I don't want to count my calories and run 70 <laughs> miles. <in. laughs> yep. I don't want to do any of that this month. But the reason why I post that for my psyche is because I've invited accountability. It's great. Because now, if I say that we're going to do this, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm not going to skimp on that. I'm not going to be two-faced. I'm not going to ask you to do something I'm not going to do. Yeah. And so that, that I take it very serious. It's great. You know, so that's there's accountability that way. How can you invite people to be accountable with you? This What's so funny about this share my location generation <laughs> Think about this. What's so funny is the first thing when someone doesn't want to be accountable, they turn that thing off. Yikes. And they go, I don't want anybody to know where I am. And what is God saying to Adam? Adam, where are you? Oh, sorry. I just, 
track with the analogy here. I turned off my location. I don't want you to know where I'm at. Yep. I don't want to be seen. I'm ashamed. It's a great analogy. I hope so. So I'm, I hope I hope that works. Anyways, um, but I just think it's an invitation. It's an invitation. Like one of my favorite sayings about about the way to live life and the way to lead is lights on, doors open. Mm-hmm. It, it, the saying there is going like there's no there's no secrets. Yeah. There's no there's my phone stays on the table. Julia has my passcodes to everything. Yeah. She can look through any, there's just no secrets. Yeah, nothing's questionable. You can't live a life of secrets. Right. And so you got to invite accountability into your business. Invite accountability into your, that's what a board is there for. Mm -hmm. That's what trusted, I can't get over how swayed people are when somebody gets in their ear. Think about, you know, you get the wrong counsel. You get the wrong voice in your ears telling you, you need this contract. You need this money. You need this person. You deserve more. You de- you get the wrong person in somebody's ear. And it's like, whoop, they flip. Yeah. You get, let's play law of opposite. You get the right person in your ear, the right counselor. Oh, you're going to get healthy mm-hmm. and strong and dynamic and powerful and a great view of life and a great view of others and clean heart. So it works. It works yeah. both ways. Right. Works in the negative, works in the positive. Works in the right, works in the wrong. So invite accountability. Who are people? So you go like, well, who should I invite? Do not invite people into your trusted circle that you don't want to be like. Yep. You want to live like them, laugh like them, lead like them, have a marriage like them, have a soul like them, have a bank account like them. If there is no fruit, there is no root. So we're looking, we're not looking when you're inviting accountability, you're not looking at their fruit alone. You're looking at the root of their life, their character and their systems. And so you need to invite accountability in because you are, (laughs) you do have some of that childish behavior in you. Mm-hmm. You do have sin crouching at your door waiting to pummel you. You do got stuff. We all do. Yeah, right. So invite accountability. Last one, treat others the way you want to be treated. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. Marriage is not rocket science. If I treat Julia the way I want to be treated, marriage is that thing. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. If you... Lean into their world. They lean into your world. So if I treat Julia the way I want to be treated, I'm telling you, my marriage goes really good. Yeah. But all marriage unhappiness is rooted in selfishness. How about all relationship unhappiness is rooted in selfishness? So if I become selfless and I treat others the way I want to be treated, um, you know, a couple of things. I've really tried to work hard socially at greeting everybody. I have found... That sometimes when I go socially to places, I can get locked in on one conversation mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I didn't get to say hi to someone. I'm really making a, a, an effort to go introduce myself to people. You know, you know, like, we're, we're, we're very thankful. We're very blessed. Julie and I get to go to, you know, different events, different parties, different things. You know, I'm, I'm very thankful. And I've just noticed as of late, maybe my tendency could be like, oh, you know, don't be so forward don't be so self-assured don't be so um you know come off like you're trying too hard Mm -hmm. but then i i battled that thought because i don't think you have to just believe every thought and i've been going like no i think the polite thing and the right thing and the way i want to be treated is i appreciate when someone comes 
yeah. and sticks their hand out and says, hey, I'm, I'm Michael. What's your name? Nice to meet you. Hey, it's good to see you guys. Right. Where are you from? I appreciate when someone does that to me. Yeah. Why am I not doing that to more people? Right. Treating others the way you want to be treated. Right. I've always noticed that you are so intentional about doing that and I've always appreciated that, especially like my introduction to Zoe coming to ZLC. You know, I just, that's stuck with me your intentionality with that and i think it makes a big difference sure you thought i was from fresno for six months but that's okay <laughs> i was so bummed when you weren't sorry right. so bummed that have you met that girl from fresno <laughs> pretty it was close enough kyle have you met that girl from fresno come on we're recording i can't Yikes. do that <laughs> oh god <laughs> all right let's okay we're editing skip <laughs> Oh my god. That's so good that made me laugh. Wow. I just thought of the driveway. Anyways, um <laughs> I, it's I yeah, wow. <laughs> I, I love it. So the, the the bottom line is, um I was we were just sitting with this couple recently, a couple weeks ago, and I was watching the guy just trying to interact, you know, uh with his wife and and um it's so funny when you're not the two people that have the emotional uh, history that you can kind of look at their problem that they're trying to work through in front of us, which is always a blessing that they would trust us enough. And, and I was thinking in this scenario, guys, this is not rocket science. You know, I get what's going on and there's, I'm sure dynamics that we're not privy to. That's fine. But overall, it's like at the end of the day, leadership is not as hard as we make it. How did Zig Ziglar get to be, or John Maxwell or, or Kim Blanchard, or Patrick Lencioni, or Ed Milet, all these titans of leadership, if you boil it down what they're teaching, it's not like some rocket science equation of what? No way. Like there's a reason why everybody reads the same book over and over, How to Win Friends and Influence People, mm -hmm. because like thank you cards matter, mm -hmm. and learning someone's name matters, and asking more questions and you give answers matters, and it's just, I keep going by the way, but but I, I just want to encourage you to boil it down to its simplest form. Genius is simple, and the more simple you become of just going like, cut through all the other stuff, I don't by the way, can we just, let me, stop trying to be a big deal. You are not. You're not a big deal. I don't know how to break this to you, bro. You're not a big deal, and neither am I. The goal is not to be a big deal. The goal is to add value. The, old, the, the, the idea is to give somebody a, a platform to help somebody else go further. The goal of leadership is to take someone from here down below in the bottom and take them to levels they could have never gotten to without you. That is success. Mm -hmm. Success is not you getting to where whatever level you think you're supposed to be on. That doesn't even exist. Be faithful where you're at. Continue to help. Continue to serve. And the rest will take care of itself. I'll see you in a month. <laughs>